Today's daf is daf pei vav. Today's pei zayin. We'll do a review of yesterday's daf, and we'll get to today's. We're learning for shalem for das bas ronya, imi bas dvora, yudis bas sara, and um, why do I keep forgetting that? What? Who? Oh, Aaron Aftali, Ben. Ben Marva. Ben Marva. Okay. For shalem. Okay, and. Um, with that, let's get started. Let's get started. Okay. All right. And we'll do a review of yesterday's daf. All else who need her for. So we start off at the Mishnah at the bottom of the page on daf pay. Hey, Ahmed Pays. Talking about a Basi Yisrael who's betrothed to a coin. Or is pregnant from a coin. Or is a Shemar Yavam to a coin. And similar in the reverse of Bas coin who is either betrothed or pregnant from or waiting for Yibum from a, a Yisrael. In all those cases, they do not eat Truma. Um, and then we say the same thing by Abbas Yisrael to a Levi, who is betrothed to a Levi, who is, who is pregnant from a Levi, who is waiting for Yibum from a Levi. All of those cases, and the Bas Levi to Yisrael, she doesn't eat Meister. And Abbas Levi, who is betrothed to a Kohen, or, or, or pregnant from a Kohen, or waiting Yibum for a coin, and then also a Baskoin to a Levi, they don't need either Truma or Meiser. So basically, neither here nor there, and that's the basic idea. The question is, is that Meiser Risha is, does not have Kedusha to it, and therefore, no, from at least what we're familiar with, she should. There's, what's the problem? Even if you're going to say, well, you're not a Bas Levi, so what? Why can't, why can't she eat so the answer is, um, Shmuel, Rav Nachman says the name of Shmuel, we're going like Ramerier, who says my Sarishon is in fact also Lazarin. Lazar, non, non-Kohen, uh, or, I mean non-Levi, is not allowed to eat it. Somebody who's not from the le, le, tribe of Levi. We saw this in Abraisa, Chuma goes to the Kohen, Maeser Rishon goes to the Levi, according to her mayor, and Rabbi Lezben Azariah, that it's, that it's permitted to a Kohen. Now, what do you mean permitted? Does anybody say it's prohibited to a Kohen? So, uh, so the Kohen says, no, you, it's permitted to even give to the Kohen. You don't have to give it necessarily to a Levi. Now, what's the Pshad of mayor? So, Rav Acha, Rabbah, says that he has a tradition, going back to Rameir, that it's based on the Pasuk, Pasuk says, Truma. So what do you, we start talking about Meiser when we talk about Truma. So the Pasuk is putting them together to tell you that they work the same way, just like Truma is also Lazar, so to Meiser Rishon is also Lazar. One, you take it all the way and say, just like Truma is Chag Misa, if, you, if Lazar eats it, and Chomesh, if Lazar eats it inadvertently, either intentionally or inadvertently. So, uh, same with Meiser. So, the Gemara says, no. The Pasuk says, mm-hmm. that the Mis is only on it, on Truma. It's a meal. And it says, Yosef Chamishi. So, a love, a love, and not on Meiser Rishon. So, it's excluding Meiser for those Dinim. So, the Gemara says, um, what are the Rabbana do with this Pasuk? So, the says, to tell you that the, just like Truma um, is a Din Tevel until you take it off. So too, in my, my make well the, the, the item will be considered Tevel until it's separated. As the Bryce brings down, Rabbi Yossi says exactly that, that you might think you should be Chayev only on Tevel that has nothing removed, but if at least the Truma Gdol is removed, but not all the Maeserahs, not Maeserishon, or Maeserishon, but not Maeserishon, or Maeserishon, and not Maeserani, 
How do you know that's also considered mamish tevel? As the pasuk says, lo sukhalecha b'sharecha, and then it says va'achlu b'sharecha tzaveyu. Just like over there, it's meiser ani. So too, here too, it's even meiser ani. And it's saying lo that you're not allowed to eat it until the tithes are removed. Now, why is it? Uh, why do we need both psukim? Because that would just give it the status of a love of a negative prohibition, but not to the level of tevel that has a din misa kamash that it's a din misa even. Next, uh, the version B was uh, that uh, the Mais Rishon is Tevel from Rabbi Yossi. Why do you need it to, from this Pasuk? Like, that was the reaction, and the Gemara answer is that that's only a love, maybe, and this teaches you to the level of Misa. So it's like straight to the point. Now, we think that our Mishnah is going like Rameir, so while is Pshan in the last position? Bas Levi, that's betrothed to a coin, or Bas Kohen, that's betrothed to a Levi, cannot eat neither Truman nor Meisr. Now, why? Is that an issue? I mean, there's no czar over here. She's, uh, as far as Meiser is concerned, what's the problem? So Rav Shesha says, no, when we say she doesn't need, it doesn't mean she, she's not given, she cannot give permission to others to separate the tithes. She doesn't have that right over the food of her husband to tell someone to separate the tithes. What, so, what does it do if she tells, like, it's the shlicha, the power of shlichas, that's all. But I'm saying it's not hers to, to appoint somebody to do it for her. Um, what's the difference? The, you mean to say, we're only talking about a betrothed woman. And the suah has that power? And the answer is absolutely. When she's fully consummated marriage, then even though it's not her grain, she has a say over who separates the tithes. And um, as the Pasuk says, Atemu Veschem, that in Nesua Bas Yisrael, even if she be Bas Yisrael, forget if she's a Bas Kohen, Bas Levi, she gives Rishos to do Truma, separate the Truma. Um, maybe it means eating. Um, so it can't mean, it can't mean eating because uh, Truma, that's very stringent, she eats. My sir, of course she's going to be able to eat. So it must be that's telling us that the right, the right to have, a, to direct somebody to separate the Truma is in a prerogative. That's the that's the pshat that we explained to make it fit in. Well, had another idea that Mahabharata said name said that it's to say that not nothing to do with giving you know authority over the grain of her husband. What we're talking about over here is giving her a portion at the silo. So what's the issue with giving her a portion at the silo? Even if she's a baskoing Marry, you know, betrothed to a lady, she doesn't get the miser, or vice versa. Bas Levi was, was betrothed to a coin. Now, the question is, what's the problem not to get? If it's because of Yechod, so then I get it. That's a big issue, even for any of them. But if it's a question of Gerusha, because a divorcee who's from, who's herself is a Basral, you're used to giving her when she comes to the silo, assuming that she's still married to her husband, but you know, she got, you know, she got rid of him a long time ago, so then that's a, so then um, that, that even if she's, but if she's a Baskon or a Baslevi, that's, that, that doesn't with, withhold her from the Maestros. So the Gemara answers, um, if she has kids, it does. Must be, no, the answer is, it's Xera because of a Grusha Bas Yisrael. You're right, the, the, the issue isn't that. The issue is, um, if we let any Grusha get it, then this, then a Grusha Bas Yisrael will take and, and she's not entitled to it once she gets divorced from her husband. So why talk about a betrothed woman? It's true even if she was a Nisso. The answer is, you're right. We only talked about it because that's what we needed to talk about in the Rasha. So we stuck to the same case, but it's not, not, not necessarily true. 
Again, the, the third case really doesn't fit with the other two. Now, next thing we said that uh, uh, we mentioned Rabbi Kivu says that Truma goes to the Kohen, Maserishan goes to the Levi. On that, Rabbi Lazar ben says that it goes to the Kohen. So they mean Kohen and not a Levi? Uh, uh, is that what you mean? So Gemara says, no, after Kohen. I think there's a special uh, rule that, uh, that Maserishan, you don't have to necessarily give it to a Levi. You, you can give, give it to a, a, a Kohen as well. Now, what's the Pshat Rabbi Kivu says that it goes Dafka to the Levi? Because it says, Specifically in the passage, it's talking to the Levium, and, uh, and therefore that's who you give it to. And, uh, I mean, the coin is a Levi also. Yeah, but it specifies Levi. It is, uh, so there's a passage here that's indicating Dafka to a Levi. Now, um, we'll see more about it. So the Gemara says, what does Rabbi Elazar ben Azari say? He says, no, like Rabbi Shur Levi says, that, the, that just because it calls Levi doesn't mean it's not referring to Kadim, because there are 24 places in Tanakh where we find the word Levi referring specifically to Kahanim. As the puzzle says, that's straight up saying that these Kahanim are Levim, the sons of Sadak. So, um, so like the Mishmar. Oh, yeah, so there you go. Now, Rebbe Kiva says that um, here it can't be referring to Levim, uh, um, any, anything but Levim. In other words, you're right. Maybe the fact that it says Levim here could have meant also Kanam, but not in this case, because it says also, also can eat it anywhere. Now, you can't eat, uh, a Kohen can't be anywhere if he wants to set up a, a picnic in the cemetery. cemetery no. He's not allowed to eat there. So it's obviously referring to specifically people who are not, Musa are not prohibited to be in a, in a, in a, in a basic forest. So, that's the story with that. That's how he sees it, specifically talking about Levium. What does Rabbi Lezman Azari do with the puzzle? He says, no, it means wherever you want, you, want, you can eat it. Meaning, it, like, not, don't, don't, it's not considered like Meister Shane that has to be eaten within the walls of Yishalayim. That's what he said. Um, and if you eat it, also, if you eat it when you're tummy, you're not going to get Malchus for eating it when you're tummy. So that's what it means. Now, there was this garden that, that Rabbi Lezman Azari, as a Kohen, used to help himself to Meister Rishon. And Rabbi Kiva moved the opening to the uh, front of the cemetery because he didn't want him taking it. And it's like, wow, uh, Rabbi Kiva is like basically removing, you know, using his, uh, his, his uh, canteen um, and uh, meaning his, uh, to, to, to not let me get in. How am I going to live? Now, um, what is the issue over here? Why did they even give a penalty to the Levium not to give the Meiser? Or at least to open up to who you give Meiser to, that you don't have to give it strictly to a lady, you could even give it to the common. The answer is, it's machlokas between Rav Yonison and Savia. One opinion is, is that because they didn't come up in the time of Ezra, the other opinion is, is we want to take care of the Kanim who um, need something to be able to eat when they're tummy. Okay, now, um, if you say it's because they didn't come up, so that makes sense why they they deserve that penalty. They they were bad. They didn't come up when when Ezra came up to from Bavel, the Levim stayed behind. I get it, but if they, if they had to support the Kanim uh, when the Eretame, that's a very laudable case. But why are you doing it on their shoulders? You know what I'm saying? Give them your food. What are you giving us? You know, like why do we get punished? That do you want to give the Kanim to take care of their needs? So the answer is uh, must be that everybody feels that there's also the issue. Of Shalal um, Ezra. that's why they're being punished. And the question is: Is the knas for that? Uh, who is the knas for? Is the knas to give it to, specifically to the poor, 
or is a knas even uh, that, or the, it's they give it to the kanim because kanim when they're tummy are poor people, and that's what Rabbi Lozav and Azari is saying that since kanim don't have any, they can't eat truma when they are ta- when they're tummy, so they need something to be able to eat. So in that sense, they're they're considered poor, and that's the that's the story. Um. So, um. And that was the dispute, really, between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Lozav ben Azariah when, when Rabbi Kiva didn't want him to help himself. Now, how do you know they didn't come up in the time of Ezra? So he's quoted a pasuk in Ezra. It says that they gathered them at the river, and, um, and we were there, and I looked at the nation, and there were Kahanim, but there were no, I couldn't find any B'nai Levi. Um, now, Rabbi Chizda says that as an additional sort of punishment to the Levian, it used to be that all children came specifically from Shevet Levi until, um, and that's the Pasuk says about Shotram Halavim, but what happened was is that now after, after they didn't come up, so then the Shotram are specifically drawn from Israel, as the Pasuk says, and that's basically the bottom line, and that is where we got up to yesterday. And...